I'm recording now. I won't bother asking. But you probably will because you'll get distracted. How do you keep up? Look at your... You have iPads. I have iPads and iPads and plenty. I bet you know what that movie's from. The Little Mermaid. Yes, of course you do. You have four children, four daughters, four girls. I personally like The Little Mermaid. It's a great film. Yeah, it has some problems. From a philosophical standpoint? Yeah. But I mean, no one's asking. No one cares. They made their money. But don't we all have problems? Yeah. It's part of the problem. I think it'd be an important thing for us today uh, to uh, say a special thank you, first of all, to all of you who listen, and especially those of you who subscribe. We want to encourage you to go to anchor.fm and uh, click subscribe, and certainly to subscribe at your favorite podcast getting place for those of you who are iTunes and Google Play, among others. And there are, of course, opportunities also for you to uh, to sponsor us to make sure we can continue to do this and can continue to bring good content or you- maybe start bringing good content. I think probably start bringing good content. Yeah. When you go to anchor.fm forward slash you'll die trying, it's an opportunity for you all to continue to support us by monetarily supporting us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast through a monthly subscription. Uh, guys, have you all noticed I've been saying subscription properly lately? Yeah. And subscribe. Remember, you can't do the next move without doing the first move per your dance analogy that Joy told you. Really impressed by that. It's helped me. I'm, I'm grateful for that. She's impressive. Yeah, she is. So if you want to subscribe, to this podcast and contribute to so we can continue to bring you content that is we feel valuable and life-giving then please consider doing so we are grateful to all of you who have pushed this podcast because it is still very word of mouth you do know that i mean yes but also join us on facebook at you'll die trying and instagram at die trying podcast we will see you there thank you for listening This podcast is brought to you by Welburn Floral and Events, Owensboro, Kentucky, and this region's one-stop shop for all things floral and event planning. Operated by Dickie Knight and Sally Barker and the wonderful team of designers and delivery folk and salespeople, Welburn Floral and Events is at the top of their game. And in my experience, personally, I can tell you everything they've ever done for me and for my family has been perfection. Let me confirm that. They did our wedding, Megan and mine. In 2012, they did our wedding. It was the most phenomenal thing. It was absolutely beautiful. Wellburn Floral and Events is located at 920 East 4th Street in Owensboro, Kentucky. And on Saturday, November 3rd, all day, they will be hosting their Christmas open house. Wellburn Floral and Events, 920 East 4th Street. Thank you to the Wellburn family. We're always talking about how we're going to die trying, being better versions of ourselves. Let's be very, very honest right now. We are going to die. We, uh, you and I are constantly around loss, loss of life, uh, loss of relationship, and of course, even loss of property, grief everywhere. 
and, and when I think of all those things, we have to think of someone or something that's going to protect us and those we love. Someone that I think of is Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Right here in our community, always ready to serve. He's an agent, he's big on commitment, and he is committed to my family personally and professionally. If you're thinking of insurance, if you're thinking of home, auto, life, think no other or no further than Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call Robert at 270-929-4215. I have to clap. I have to clap on that. I mean, that was really good. You like? That was really good. Te gusta? Me gusta. Me gusta. What if we had our podcast simultaneously translated in 13 languages, and that's all you heard was 13 languages? (laughs) Just the quagmire of mess? A cacophony of cultural... Enrichment and confusion. I think that our podcast would be confidently spo- sponsored by Lexapro. <laughs> that was the case. Oh, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Hey, this is our 12th episode. Yes. And uh, 12 is a good number. It's a great number. It's twice six. It's, uh, it's four times three. It's mm-hmm. six twos. It's a 11 plus one. As a result, I think that we should give uh, our listeners something of what they have not been asking for. Correct. And that is to get to know us a little bit better. Is it really bad that I laughed at my own 11 plus one? I'm so tickled by that. That's funny to me. (laughs) Dr. Carol went stone-faced. You're stonewalling me? We spoke in a previous episode about the importance of asking questions. Yes. Whether you are a business leader, a business owner, or part of a family, if you have one friend, if you have one person in your life with whom you share what you would define a relationship, you can strengthen that relationship and also strengthen yourself to become solid and stable and independent by getting to know who you are and getting to know who the other is and being able to stand there together as you are. And best way to do that, I think, is to ask questions. And as we said before, be passionately curious. So I thought it would be fun for us today, uh, for us to do today, to ask each other questions and get to know each other a little bit. First question, first question that pops into my head. I don't know why this popped into my head. Have you ever run away from home like the, the childhood way, like before 10 years old, mad at mom and dad and run away? No. I did. Why did you do that? I was seven years old. We lived on McIntyre. I was very angry. You have 20 seconds. There are... <laughs> I'm not going to be long. There, there are three houses down from a ditch, and I took... You know what I packed? A luggage suitcase filled with baseball cards, because I knew that would help me survive the night. And I'll, did it? I was gone for 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, to be a kid. Yeah. Would you ever do life over again? If you had the chance to do it over again exactly as it did the first time, you did not get to change anything. You just had to do it all over again, would you? Yes. No. Your turn. <laughs> that's funny. What's your favorite color? That is the stupidest question in the I world. I think it's really cute because I believe my... I refuse to answer. What is your favorite color? It's blue. On because you're wearing blue on blue on blue. My attorney has solidly established. <laughs> I will not respond to that question as other nominees have done so in the past. Uh, okay. Okay. That's fine. I've been watching some Supreme Court stuff. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. I will ask you another very serious question. Okay. Very serious. I just don't know what favorite means because today I'm wearing this, tomorrow I'm wearing that. I don't have a favorite color. I want to know what your... Well, dang it, now I can't ask that. And that I'm was just grateful genuine... that I can see color. Not everyone... One in six men is color deficient. I'm colorblind. True story. You're colorblind or color deficient? I don't know. I thought that was the same thing. Um, I don't know either. I don't think it is. 
I think colorblind is that you can't see color and color deficient is you kind of get confused between like reds and greens or browns and purples and but considering how you're dressed today, let's not argue it. <laughs> I am. I'm a mess. Next question. <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up? Like you obviously did not want to be a, maybe you did go. What'd you want to be? I wanted to be a physician. And? I'm not a physician. <laughs> Didn't turn out. Childhood dreams shattered. <laughs> I, I majored in pre-med for a while in college, but decided I did, it wasn't my passion. I didn't love it. So I had other questions and I decided to pursue those questions and it took me to uh, theology and philosophy. Yeah. And you now have a wall that is about to fall over from all of your accolades. It's simply because I'm not photogenic. <laughs> so pictures of me don't last. So I just put up certificates that I randomly... No, no, no. They're, they're, they're no, real. you should be very, very proud of they're that. Real. Thank you. I am proud of it. I'm, I'm grateful for my education and for all the support I've had in that. And um, I'm, I, I like to continue it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have uh, now moved into your the seventh studio, master's degree. <laughs> and I'll be hanging any future certificates in the studio. I've run out of space. It's fine. You can hang it on that wall. There's Who inspires you to be better? Who inspires me to be better? Dagum. I'm, I'm, this is me. What is it called? Wasting, uh, uh, buying time. I'm yeah. buying time. I don't want to call them out. Well, you don't have to say a name. Just describe what this person is in your life, what role they play, and 20 seconds. Okay. There is a man that started from absolutely nothing. When I say nothing, he grew up in a small, considered poor county, and he paid his way through college, bought his first business at like 21, two years old. And uh, from there, he has rose, arisen, uh, risen. He has just climbed the ranks, and he cares for the entry-level positions and... um to this day, he is behind the scenes giving of himself, of his time, of his resources in a crazy, crazy way. And I'm just amazed by him. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm amazed by him. Did you really count time me on that? No. Okay. Should I? No. I mean, you just kind of gave me that that really aggressive thumbs up. Was it a thumbs up because you're proud of that response? I really liked what you were saying Yeah. about the um, caring for the entry-level positions as much as anyone else. I think that's fantastic. I think it's important. I think it's important to care for anybody. Even those that are in the laundry department at the hotel that you're staying at, because there you want clean sheets. There is no difference between them and and me or anyone else. I am better Absolutely. than no one, and Absolutely. you are not either. Correct, Doctor Carroll. If you, when you retire, where are you going to move? Gulf, uh, the Gulf of Mexico, somewhere south Florida. I'm never going to see you again. Oh yeah, you will. And the beauty is, we can keep doing this. <laughs> we'll be talking like this. <laughs> Across the miles. We literally won't hear a word each other says. What did you say? <laughs> I was with a, a gentleman yesterday, and he was just grinning at me, just smiling, staring with an open smile. He laughed, and his his nephew said he heard not a word you said for the you know, last like 10 minutes. I was, uh, I was in a class the other day that I was teaching online using... Uh, video chat technology, and I had there were about six people in the room, and I was the, in, the instructor for the day. And I was, they were all doing some kind of post lunch banter before we got back into content. And I was just talking away, and I was looking at everybody, and they just kept interrupting me. And I was like, "Holy cow! Like this is interesting. I'm no better than anyone else, but I try to listen when other people are talking." And I would say something, and I'd be laughing, and they would just talk. They would continue to interrupt me. <laughs> And I realized at the top right-hand corner, mine said, mute. So I could hear everyone. They couldn't hear me. And they were all like, why aren't you saying anything? You look like you're talking. I was like, I was muted because I'm an idiot. So but, I, but it made me think, when you can't hear, how excluded. Like I was 
totally excluded. They you, couldn't hear me. You were the kid at the cafeteria table by himself eating his yogurt. I was so trying to like be a part of the conversation, <laughs> and there was no room for me. And I thought, whoa, what have I done? And then I realized, well, what I did is I hit mute, and I didn't unmute it. But I can see how people who cannot hear can see a conversation going on and feel very excluded. And I've served people in congregational as well as clinical contexts uh, that was alliterated for your listening pleasure, who are hard of hearing. And they talk about how painful and depressing that is to be so excluded because they can see happiness and joy going on, but they cannot be a part of it in the same way that everyone else can. And it's really important that we be sensitive to that. So I feel really bad now that I was joking about the fact that the nephew jokingly said he didn't hear a word you said. He just smiled. But he was happy. He was very happy. That's the <laughs> He thing. was grinning from ear to ear. Choose your happiness. Good. Touche. Touch. Your turn. Dr. Carroll, do you have a, a jar in your house where you put your coins? No. Why? I distribute it evenly among all the girls' piggy banks. And yes, they have piggy banks. Do you really do that? Yeah. So what if you have 73 cents? I don't count it. Well, how is it evenly distributed? Coins, not currency. I don't feel it. I don't think about it. It's just... Got it. So one coin, one coin, one coin? No, it's not that. I'm not that retentive. I didn't know. Here are all my coins today, and the next time I'll go to the next person, next time I'll go to the next person. Dad had a big jar in the corner of the closet when he got home from work. He put all the... And that thing added up. My dad did too. Awesome. I do it now. Look, look. Like My dad. I, I put that, all that was filled. I'm pointing guys, gals at this jar that's next to a phone. It has just a dollar bill in it. I took it to the bank literally one month ago, kid you not, and put like 163 bucks in change yeah. in our savings account. My dad had one of those, um, those old glass water bottles that you turn upside down in a, a workplace water fountain. Exactly. And it was full of nothing but pennies. And he took it to the bank, $1.2 million. <laughs> Never saw my dad again after that. Never saw my dad again after that. That's funny. What do you want your epitaph to be? For those of you listening, words of inspiration or commemoration on uh, a memorial graveside headstone. I mean, really? I, actually, I already know. Be good, period. Do good, period. I like that. The end. That's literally what I want. Be good, period. Do good, period. I like it. So it will inspire people when they go by. It's good. Maybe. I like it. That that was a deep one. Let's go deeper. Your turn. Oh, I don't know if I can. No pressure. It makes me so nervous. I'm, I'm delaying the inevitable. My next question is not going to match up to yours. If you could get rid of one thing in your life, physical, one thing, not person. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, you mean a physical attribute or no, like a material, no, no, a material thing, a thing, oh, oh, not okay. an attribute. If you get rid of one thing, what would it be? Like I wanted to get rid of it, if but you, I can't. No, 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 <laughs> no, just now you're getting like really deep about my question that I thought was already deep. No Are you falling comprende. asleep? You're falling asleep. <laughs> no, I was going into my Spanish vocab. If you could go, get rid of one thing, if you could get rid of it, if you had, if you had the ability and you knew it wouldn't affect your life. Why couldn't I go ahead and get rid of it now? Gosh, it. Let me think. I quit. If I could get rid of one thing that I have that currently I can't get rid of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, my dog. You like your dog. That makes me sound so terrible. We just lost 2.4 thousand listeners. Yes. No, my dog is sweet. She's really, really cute. And that's what she has to go on. She has nothing for brain. Sadly, she's a bit neurotic. It's not her fault. I'm not blaming her. But because she can't hear 
and she can't think, she remains in an anxious state. And no degree of therapeutic intervention has ever worked. <laughs> that, hey, let me interject. Dr. Carol and Joy, they did lose a family pet about a year ago. Was it a year ago? Yes. And a lifetime companion, you called upon us, the pet cremation uh, care provider. And you were pretty tore up about that. So I want to make sure that jokes aside, you, you people do realize that you have an absolute oh, yeah. love for, for animals. I, I love Brie, the dog. Brie like the cheese. Her brother's <laughs> named Merlot. Uh, wine and cheese, but I I love Brie. She's just really hard to live with. But I think this I think I'm the Brie among the human relationships in our family. I think I'm the one that's hard to live with. Probably, probably hard of hearing. Probably a bit neurotic. Probably no therapeutic <laughs> intervention can change it. But sonnet named after that fourteen um, lined poem made popular by Shakespeare. Plutarch was the first. Uh, sonnet died after fourteen years, and the worst part of that was watching joy grieve that like it was sad enough as it is but her sadness that tore me up i was really sad for you yeah thanks for taking care of our family you're welcome thanks for calling on us uh what is something that you are certain you will never experience Ooh, the birth of a daughter <laughs> we can't have girls. That's we just have boys. We're yeah. on our third. Well, on our, that's a, sounds so silly. We're two and a, well, we have two and a half children. The third one should be coming due anytime now. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, and we're, you're we're probably ex- right. You know the 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 father, the male determines the gender. And the Morris family, Morrises are all boys. Three always. boys, three boys, three boys, three boys, boys, boys everywhere. I think my answer to that would be uh, flying through the sky in a wingsuit from the top of a mountain. Have you seen that? Yes. Those are amazing. Those videos videos that Red Bull puts out. Oh my gosh. My heart beats a little bit fast. Crazy. Goosebumps. What's one thing? You already answered that. See, you're witty. You ask the question and you think of the answer while I'm talking, but you act like you're listening. That's an important distinction to think about too with regard to human relationships is that when people are listening, we really listen and pay attention and be present rather than think about what we would say next. Normally you ask me a question in response that I've already asked and I have no idea. But as you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I would, ne- I will never fly through the sky in a wingsuit. I listened to yesterday, five people talking and introduce themselves and going to what you're saying, make sure you shake the hand, look at that person in the eyes before you are completing the f- interaction before you move on to the next person. Mm-hmm. Like being, being, you are, you are present. You are present. What is the capital <laughs> Oh, let's do that. No, please do, don't. No, because no, then ahead. everyone it, it will literally remove all doubt. <laughs> will remove <laughs> all doubt. Where is your favorite place to retreat to? Mm. Cuz you travel Sorry my, to interrupt you, but no. you travel a lot on weekends. Yeah, we do. It can be a place that you travel to or it could be a place in your home. Well, my home is itself a retreat. There is no space in my home that I don't love being in. It's the first home that I've had where I feel really at home as an adult. Like I, I love everything about it. I love to be there, and I never feel like I need to leave it. You know, when you're sick or when it's been snowing for 16 months or something, and you're like, I got to <laughs> get out of here. I don't ever have that feeling about our houses, which is great. But my, my favorite place to retreat, to be away, uh, is I will say a place that we have gone uh, repeatedly and has always delivered solace is Naples, Florida. Naples. Yeah. I remember that time I go to your house. I feel like when we go to your house, I'm always trying to steal your desk. 
<laughs> yes, desk. yes, you are always trying to steal my desk. It's so funny. Uh, there's the desk that he has in his study. It's I guess that's your study, right? And you sit there. I'm like, you don't use it. And you're like, I literally sit there every evening. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's funny. I am going to get that one day. That's going to be a gift. If I earn your love enough as a friend, then that will be a gift to me. <laughs> okay. I like how that works. What is something you wish your brain was better at doing? Turning off? I guess. Really? I mean, yeah, just constantly thinking of new ideas and new approaches and stuff. And I'm like, stop, stop. But I am on a, a new TV series that's kind of helping me just dumb out for a while. What is it? Homeland. I'm, oh. I'm stuck on it. I'm stuck on that show. Yeah. It's really, really fun. All right. I like it. What is your biggest pet peeve in the entire world? And yes, why are you rolling your eyes at me? That you is a asked legit me the pet peeve question. You know, I don't know. Okay, let me think, right. let me think about no, it because no, a lot of people don't, don't like it. the nope. sound of mm -mm. people interruption, chewing. interruption, inter people. interrupting. Uh, I'm going to put questions to ask. <laughs> no, don't do hold it. Hold on, I'm, hold on. Hear me out. Google <laughs> is going to give me questions to ask a therapist. <laughs> I have a great. I have a question that's that's burning for me. Okay, if you had to admit I'm so nervous an artist that you secretly really like but you never speak of it because of the impending social implications who would that artist be oh so announcing this to thousands of people right now is no one's not listening okay. it's just you and me <laughs> well I have no secret appreciation for and in my in my conversations with and presentations talking about how I was going to be the next Justin Bieber. And I talk about that. How he's a, it's totally I'm, mine. Bieber's totally mine. You love Justin Bieber, don't you? I do. Celine Dion. That's another one. <laughs> do you, the next question is, is do you cry with Celine, Celine Dion songs? Of course. I know you do. You said you're a crier in a previous episode people who are younger than i will not remember perhaps but you should look up the scandal involving millie vanilli oh i remember that i went to their concert still to this date the best concert i've ever been to no way yeah you weren't at the one where that happened no that was a terrible terrible it's terrible sad. situation one where one of them committed suicide uh soon after that whole scandal broke it was really yes sad. that was an industry lip syncing that was an industry everybody did it Everybody did they it. They still do it. Of course they do. Let's be honest. That's awful. What irrational fear do you have? An irrational fear? That is so... I'm so irrational. Uh, this is dumb. Being wrong. <laughs> That's not irrational. No, 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 no. Uh, You're afraid of being wrong? I'm afraid of being wrong. Like, not... Uh, how do I word this? I, don't, I just don't like being wrong. When, not to the point where I will defend being wrong. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I don't like messing up. I don't either. That's what I'm referring to, like being wrong on a mess up scale. I'm like, dang it, I'm, I'm so terrible at it. That's what I'm so, I'm so stupid. That's what I, Megan gets so mad at me when I joke about this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I am here. What this is? This is the Google. I am here because I'm feeling stressed. I feel sad. I had lost a person close to me. I feel disoriented, and I'm having trouble at work. What <laughs> has been your experience treating this kind of problem, Doctor Carroll? Uh, these are literally questions that people would go into their therapist. To it ask. says this says eight questions you should ask any therapist you are considering. I don't want to go there. Let That's me, sad. That is really sad. Let's actually questions to ask. I'd like to ask you one while you're thinking about it. It is said that everyone has a book in them. A book in them. What is your book called? <sighs> Hello, giggles. 
<laughs> just, I don't know. That's literally the first thing that came to you because I watched it happen. The, I, I, I don't uh, never grow up. That's probably it. Never grow up. Yeah. Like people, people are like, grow up, Nathan. I'm like, no. I like this. I like this. I, I like the relatability to youth and youthfulness, and yeah, that's fun. That's fun. This is this is seriously forty questions to ask a best friend. What you're reading something, aren't you? The questions that I've prepared for today. Oh, okay. What are you most afraid of? That's legit. Mine is failure for sure. Failure. Megan has a, a family member who's afraid of the dark, and they're like 60-something years old, so I didn't know if that was the case. I'm not making fun of, because the dark wow. is very scary. It's very scary. Dr. Carroll's scared. Is it my turn? It is your, it is your turn. In your group of friends... Oh, Lord. What role do you play? I am always extremely nervous to the point of having to pee. <laughs> When you ask a question. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the role that you play in your friend's group is no, no, the no, one no. who has to use the restroom all the time. No, 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 no. Um, so can you, you get nervous can, when I ask you questions? Can you use it in a sentence, please? Yes. In your group of friends, what role do you play? Can you tell me the language of origin? <laughs> the role do I play? I am I'm always the leader. Okay. I am. It's, it's, gotcha. it's what I am. I'm the leader. What drives you absolutely crazy? That's stupid. That's a pet peeve. Incompetence. There is a problem in customer service today. And incompetence is the name I shall give it. Is it the person that can't count the change so the machine spits it out for you? It's the fact that the order isn't right. It's the fact that um, I didn't really get what I asked for when I had to ask for it the second or third time. It's getting home with the takeout for my family and an entire person's order is missing. And I have to go back. By the time I get home, everyone's, of course, eating because I told them to. They should or get cold. It's ruinous. Incompetence is ruinous. What is the most immature thing that you do? Uh, the most immature thing that I do is probably whenever I say something f- silly <laughs> afterwards, I go, ooh! <laughs> you mic. go, that's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Hey, I have to say I stole that from TJ. Ooh! <laughs> you know, that's really funny. Gosh. Who? Oh! Which fictional character depicts you best? Oh, that's not where I thought that was going. Good, <laughs> because I'm not smart enough to have taken it there. Probably uh, Linus from the Peanuts. <laughs> Why? I'm just kidding. I don't even know anything about that character. Eeyore? i tell you um, who I wish most characterized me would be Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird. That's a great book. But it isn't. That isn't who most accurately reflects who I am. Probably uh, the protagonist in... Uh, There's so much silence. Silence is bad for podcasts. I don't know who. I don't know. That's a good I, question. I'm just going to say Winnie the Pooh. For you? For you. Oh, for me? Yeah, because you're happy. Oh, you, thank you. I like You're that. a happy person constantly. You go out of your way and make sure people feel good. 
How are you today? You know, that kind of stuff. (laughs) Oh, we need the poo. That was a terrible, terrible depiction of Winnie the Pooh. But that's sweet because you are. What is the most surprising self-realization you've ever had? Jeez. Why don't you just unwrap me and put me on a pedestal for everyone to stare at? Self-realization. Guys, this is a really tough one. What's the most surprising self-realization that I've ever had? I'm a really good dad. Oh, that's lovely. Yep. Good I'm for a you. very good dad. Good for you, man. And it's really fun when my children get up in the morning and they long to hug me and to see me and then long to hang out with me and play soldiers and zombies in the afternoon. It's really fun. You gotcha. were here whenever we were in the lounge yesterday and oh, I walked up yeah. and that was Everett. Like his laugh is just Oh, it's insane. so beautiful and contagious. All I did, guys, was put my arms out and act like a zombie all the way down the parking lot of the funeral home, which all those people going down Fifth Street probably thought I had some issues, but that's okay. That's, yeah, I'm a good dad. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. You he raised his eyebrows, everyone like, okay, son, it's your turn. (laughs) No, I was just thinking if I were to answer that question, I probably wouldn't have gone the positive route. And I like that you did. That says a lot. That's good. Well, and that I'm more positive than I once was. Yeah. I love that. This is good. This is, this is good. I think this is important. This question. Yeah. Or what we're doing. I don't know. But, well, this one's going to be hard for you. Oh, gosh. That's why. But it has to do with both of us. That's why it's going to be hard for you. What? Where is it? Name three things that you and I are 100% completely in agreement on. Three things that we are 100%, 100% completely agree on. Okay. I bet there are more than three. You want to uh, answer one, you answer one. No, don't do, don't turn, no, you're not turning the table on me. This is all you. This is all for me. All for you. Number one. You're thinking, and I'm talking to fill the air. Number one is we must at all costs always be ourselves. Yes. Number two is we must always, always listen to our wives. I totally disagree with that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and number three is... Never waste your time doing something that isn't worth doing. True. Learned that at 10. I don't know when you learned that. About uh, just after breakfast this morning. (laughs) But we can agree on it, and I'm grateful for that. Yes. All Uh, right, I've got one for you. Okay. Are you ready? Yours are so much better than me. I do have to commend you. They're so good. Like, did you write a book? Did you? No, I haven't written a book. I just like to ask questions, and I like to look up questions and think about questions. And my (sighs) life is made up of asking questions. But you're really good at it. Thank you. What... Are you most insecure about? Really? You're remember, hey, you're listen, the worst friend I've ever had. This is just you and I. Upstairs in the studio, doors closed. I'm not gonna tell anyone. Of course you're not. You can't. You are bound by what's that word? Confidentiality. Thank you. Confidentiality. I'm not gonna tell anyone because you're getting ready to. Yeah. What is uh my biggest insecurity? What are you most insecure about? My, most insecure. oh my no, I don't I don't know. This question? <laughs> <laughs> Answering questions today, about insecurity? I'm most insecure about today. I'm most... I, uh, ask another. Okay. <laughs> Please, doctor. <laughs> yes, no problem. Next question for you. What's the most illegal thing you've done? St- stolen a street sign. <gasps> Me too. Me That's too. it. In college. Yep. That's it, dangerous. It's super dangerous. It wasn't a stop sign, which doesn't even remotely... I am not 
at all commending or making excuses for if it were a stop sign super dangerous yield sign any of those it yeah. was a it was a country street sign mine was as you might imagine a uh sign uh, caution sign that there's a fire station nearby so it's just a picture of a fire engine because you were once in another life a, a firefighter a firefighter and so in a different city in a different state in my college town in the middle of nowhere there was a sign indicating the presence of a fire station but that fire station had been relocated and raised it was gone so i borrowed the sign indefinitely yeah yeah i wish i still had that I, I believe it or not, still have this sign, the street sign. We are not advocating. No, for we're not. This stealing. was in another. This was whenever I was a dumb, dumb child. Just a dumb, dumb child. Do you ever lie to yourself? Probably. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think it. What it kind of goes back to what you said in a previous podcast. It's uh, uh, uh suspending the uh, truth. Suspend. Um, what, what were you talking about, about how some instances, such as like when there are Nazis coming into your home and oh, they're yeah. checking to see if you have Jews hidden under your under your floorboards, yeah. you're going to tell them no for the for the sake of... Yeah, the teleological suspension yeah. of the ethical. Yeah. Uh, the purposeful suspending of, of what is considered typically good behavior. So before I go on, have gone on stage before, when I literally have a throat filled with vomit, you're not going to throw up, you're not going to throw up because I was so nervous and I didn't throw up. So I lied to myself until I didn't. Okay. <laughs> so those are moments that, yeah. Uh, would you say that there are things you regret not doing? Yes. So yes. you do have regrets. I have regrets. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Do you have any more for me? Nope. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, I want to encourage our listeners to uh, ask us some questions. So uh, feel free to uh, comment on our Facebook page, our Instagram, or uh, submit uh, comments through your uh podcast get in place that we would place. love to know your questions and we would love to answer them and we take it seriously we really do it's really fun to do this this banter back and forth is actually really fun i would encourage people to sit down with your with your friend with your significant other someone and just have that fun conversation get to know them a little bit better because you're constantly getting to know someone you're constantly learning about people and how this life is more and more incredible uh with them in it and of course with you you our listener in it and not everyone is good at asking questions so like sometimes me, we just, have <laughs> It was subtle. Sometimes we have to answer the questions that we were never asked. And uh, sometimes that means talking about yourself, letting people in, letting people see you. Let those walls down, open those doors, let the light in, let the air freshen it up a bit, and don't be afraid of being known. It's the one thing that I think all of us truly want and need is to be known. So be yourself, stand in the light, let people get to know you, and uh, be you. Dr. Carroll, I love our friendship. I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone uh, coming into our studio day in and day out and listening to our friendship and how we hope that it encourages you and inspires you guys. Yeah, you are an encouragement to us. We hope to be one day one to you too. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you soon.